I'm Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who works with all earthlings to reunite them within themselves and with each other, regardless of the dimension they're currently in. Meaning, I'm a medium as well as an animal communicator, medical intuitive, and channel for all beings. I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support animals and humans as they heal from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animals I View podcast. The term de-extinction came across my radar some 10 years ago via an article in the Smithsonian Magazine, the link for which I'll post in the podcast notes. And that article was a proponent for, as the title states, the species, plural, that we, quote, can and should resurrect. Among them, the dodo and the woolly mammoth. In full transparency, I had been using the term reverse extinction, likely because I inwardly objected to the use of the word resurrect, the definition of which is to literally raise from the dead. Perhaps maybe because my inner Catholic schoolgirl felt a twinge of guilt about even now the ingrained blasphemy of anyone except the man called Jesus being able to resurrect. So my brain, as it is influenced by my thoughts and emotions, as is yours by your thoughts and emotions, reached out and substituted the word reverse for resurrect as they both start with R-E. And and so it goes with brains and thoughts, I think, because you know, my reality and your reality are likely quite different. And that's the whole point. And just for fun, I'll put another article link from last year talking about the Shroud of Turin, over which a scientific slash religious war has been waged for centuries about its authenticity. And for those not in the Catholic know, this is a linen cloth on which is alleged to have been imprinted the physical image of the man called Jesus. What I find absolutely fascinating about this is that a quote from this article talks about how the image on this cloth, quote, seems to have come from a massive burst of radiation emitted in a fraction of a second, which some would say, of course, is about the story of Jesus rising from the dead, so to speak, etc., I watched a really cool video about this phenomenon once, which stepped neatly into the metaphysical arena in positing that this burst of, air quotes, supernatural radiation might also have come from a soul returning to its home in the galaxy. That, of course, naturally resonates with me much more, and maybe it will with you as well. And to be clear, this de-extinction isn't about cloning per se, as in the original Dolly the Sheep or more recently one of Barbara Streisand's dogs in 2018. This, as I understand it to be, is about a hybrid process that restructures the genomes of, say, modern elephant to be a hybrid of both woolly mammoth and modern elephant, which, when I was writing these words, held by my brain and illuminated by pictures of energy, if you will, the nexus of how our species communes telepathically with other animal species and between other animal species as well themselves, instantly 
brought quite the reaction from Elephant. Curiously, and then when I checked in with Mammoth as well, there appears to be really no opinion coming from Mammoth. And to be clear, there was a really interesting void of energy that was familiar to me when I feel a previously living sentient being has transitioned out of physical form. And even more interestingly enough, because the woolly mammoth, that species, is extinct, there was a very clear end point, right? In, in other words, it wasn't like there were a long line of woolly mammoths here in the present connecting me to, say, for instance, a woolly mammoth from centuries ago. There was definitely just a closure. It was absolutely fascinating to me. <laughs> And there's an overall lack of interest in doing such a thing from Mammoth because as they sleepily replied, yes, sleepily, as if they were in fact sleeping, quote, we have no desire to come back and live on this planet again, as if they fully recognized and accepted that their time is over and furthermore, complete. Modern, if you will, elephant was the one from whom a really loud trumpet sound was heard, as well as I saw a flaring of their great ears, and while not a fierce charge of energy coming towards me as in defensive, they wished to convey their thoughts and more importantly, their emotions on the subject. And here you go. Quote, as we carry within us already the genes of our ancestors, the mammoth, this would be akin, pun intended, I'm hearing, to humans marrying their great aunties and uncles risen from the dead. We cannot imagine a more damaging aspect to the planet as well, because this flies in the very face of her, capital H-E-R, as in the earth, regenerative cycle of rebirth and newly so every single season and every single moment. Humans perceive that the future matters most, as if they can dodge every saber-tooth coming their way, followed by the past, about which they could learn, if only they didn't flog themselves so much with guilt, regret, and remorse of coulda, woulda, shouldas, and pay very little attention to the all-important now, as in the present, and in this next moment, and in the one after that. End quote. And I must say, at this very point, I'm getting a feel for the size of the lungs of Elephant, because that was a heck of a run-on sentence, y'all. Elephant seems primed to continue, and at this very moment, the all-important capital D, Dinosaur Collective, of which Mammoth is a member, is moving forward so as not to have the spotlight totally taken by a modern being. And I get that, you know? After all, it was the collective of ancient beings, and at this moment they insert, we did exist. It was A and E that was the fable. I'm sure they're referring to Adam and Eve. And as they gather their thoughts together to present as one, I'll share a few more ruminations on the subject matter of de-extinction, following the lead of elephant, as appropriate always for humans to do. Quoting from another link in the podcast notes, the length of which is growing as long as an elephant's trunk is, this quote about the purpose or use of de-extinction, quote, de-extinction or resurrection biology reverses plant and animal extinctions by creating new versions of previously lost species. The goal is to reestablish dynamic processes that produce healthy ecosystems and restore biodiversity. 
The National Geographic Society hosted the first TED Talk on de-extinction back in 2013, and then in 2016, the International Union for the Conservation of Nature, IUCN, drafted the IUCN Guiding Principles on Creating Proxies of Extinct Species for Conservation Benefit. Y'all are probably hearing my eyes rolling right now. In addition to providing a framework for scientists and other stakeholders, the guidelines explain that the term de-extinction is somewhat misleading. It implies that it is possible to resurrect extinct species in their genetic, behavioral, and physiological entirety. This is not the case, end quote. And you know, if all of a sudden Jurassic Park comes to mind, I don't think that's far off at all, nor do the animals past, present, and future. The absolutely shocking thing, and you know what, I'm going to vow in 2023 not to be shocked by anything any human does, and so far I'm back to zero days, is that the restoration of ecosystems are seen as necessary because of what now? Say it with me, climate change. And who do we think is responsible for climate change? Say it with me, only the human species. It is truly the pinnacle of our hubris and our greed to not consider and actually to do something about our responsibility and project it as only all other species are accountable for resetting the extinction clock on this planet. Oh, and have you heard? Science believes, air quotes, we're heading into, if not already in, the sixth great extinction phase for this planet. Quoting from reporting on 60 Minutes just minutes into the new year on January the 1st, quote, today's rate of extinction is up to 100 times faster than is typical in the nearly 4 billion year history of life. These peaks represent the few times that life collapsed globally, and the last was the dinosaurs 66 million years ago, end quote. And so, At long last, the reason why the message from our animal ambassador of Collective Dinosaur said last year in December 2022 the words of their message, not again. And in part, it's because there are a certain section of humans driven by positive intentions, I'm certain they perceive, of noticing with grief and dismay the current wave of extinctions that are already happening among other animal species and who create seemingly passable goals of reducing carbon dioxide emissions from the planet, who illuminate that these gases is like pudding, I'm hearing just now, a plastic bag over the oceans and other water sources on the planet and smothering them nearly to death. And yet, in the face of our torture of the planet herself, Gaia keeps on giving and keeps on cycling and recycling in nature and through all other species in her own inimitable way. And still, we keep turning our brains and hearts away from this magnificent display of love and compassion for all by perceiving that we know a thing or three more than nature does or that woolly mammoth does or that stegosaurus does or pterodactyl or any of the ancient beings roaming the earth whose very breath we still breathe. It's our anthropomorphism and our hubris in equal measure that will get us. 
This will be our doom and every other species doom on this planet because we'll feel so very badly and have so much guilt, regret, and remorse and anger about what is happening and predicted to happen in the future that we'll forget to be in the moment and we will make it about us and how we feel. Ergo, anthropomorphism. And in this moment... (laughs) is where energy awaits and where every single animal on the planet would love, love, love to share their wisdom with us about how to slow down at the very least and or possibly avert this extinction that collective dinosaur softly sighs and says, not again. So now let's hear the rest of the message from collective dinosaur. And here they are in all of their furred, Surprise, y'all, that scaled isn't first, feathered and scaled glory. Quote, we see you as you perceive our partner ant, scurrying around aimlessly, and yet you are below ant in your lack of collective intention as a whole colony and species to determine your future. We are not given to rank species as we consider each to be integral to the whole. Yet when interacting with humans, all other species know that speaking your language of hierarchy is necessary in order to drive home the point. We would not shirk from the truth that every so often this very dear planet, who many of us, more than you can possibly count, have called, do call, and will call home, renews herself in ways both large and small. The difference between every reset, as it is called, that came before is that Earth called the shots and acted from the very depths of her wisdom in what was in the highest and best good of all beings, past, present, and future. There was both neutrality and clarity in all of her decisions as they were born from unity within the partnership and balance found in duality and not the saccharine sweet anthropomorphism that so clouds your judgment of this planetary experience. We all knew the purpose of this reset was only for our highest and best good, and we rejoiced that those coming after us would be able to enjoy our very dear home, unique in the solar system for a longer period of time, simply because we live to serve each other. You do not. Every ant knows what is at stake for the colony, and not only just that colony, but every colony to come. And every colony is aware of what hangs in the balance from both predator and prey alike, if all are not honored and supported in their roles. (sighs) And another deep sigh comes. There's not much to say at this point from our part, except that we stand with woolly mammoth as kin to the elephant you know that neither should be mixed with the other. Because what would result would not come from the womb of the planet organically, but from the dark places hidden in the hearts of humankind of their own perverted view of life on this planet, and only to make sure the current scourge of human overgrowth will continue. That we cannot abide, nor should any of you who have joined with us in energy and are thinking of joining with us in energy. That is far more powerful than you can possibly know. And at least... That's how Collective Dinosaur sees it. Thanks for listening today. Leave a review if you're so inspired and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. Reach out if you think I can be of service and to schedule online via www.lizanflynn.com. Come and find me on social media, Facebook, Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn.
I encourage you to sign up for my quarterly newsletter on my website, where I also post notices for upcoming events, the starting date of courses in the Animals Eye View Academy, and online psychic fairs. Tune in in two weeks' time, where we'll be talking about the mental health of our companion animals, and just a heads up, they're not the crazy ones. This has been the Animals Eye View Podcast. I'll see you next time. Thank you.